from the desk below. coming off freshly well this came out last year for band camp but for you streaming people like me because I can't get my band camp fucking going on uh, my guy just dropped the fire project uh, everybody eats first plate I'd like to welcome back BA bad this is his third appearance on the podcast hey yo hey yo what's up what's up y'all already know what it is man BA EBE what's poppin man budget went up man first first interview I ever did with you I was recording some bathroom I ain't gonna front yeah, <laughs> moving up, moving up. I see, That's I see. Man, I see you moving on, man. I see the reception you got in since you released that project. I was like, man, I've been knowing something was nice, but it's glad to see that other people are catching on. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's it's a blessing, man. I'm happy. You know what I mean? I'm trying to push it more and more for the next projects that I drop. But for what we getting, love that we getting, it's dope. I appreciate it. Man, so I, I couldn't wait to been, uh, break down this project with you, man, because I had this in rotation for a minute, man, from from Syracuse Bad all the way to a round table conversation. So, um, very thorough album, something you can actually play front to back. You don't skip nothing, so, so I fucks with it. So let's just jump right into it. Syracuse Bad. Um, who's that beginning, talking in the beginning? I know who's talking at the end, but... If, why did you choose to start the album off with that kind of sample in the beginning? Um, the, the person I was speaking in the beginning, that was uh, Kirk Franklin. And uh, I don't know, I just, I heard that, I heard it on like a little skit on Instagram. It's like a little video. And I just felt like he explained exactly, like for some reason he just was saying everything that everybody eats moves. You know what I'm saying? So, I was like, okay, I'm going to use this. I'm going to use this. And then the, the Ric Flair was like, I had to use it because I felt him. I felt just energy. Um, when he was just speaking on his my life, like, it was, everything he was saying, like, I've been, been stabbed, I've been hit with chairs, I've been everything, but I keep going. Like, you know what I mean? Most people that know me know I'm Brazilian. So, you know, to put this project together after everything I've been through, like, to show my resiliency, like, I ain't gonna stop, you know what I'm saying? Would you say this is your more, uh, personal side of project, because you really, you really let the listeners come into your world on this one? Uh, I didn't really get too personal on this project, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, I put a lot into the project, putting it together, 
you know, putting in the work. But as far as like subject matter and all that, I didn't really get personal. I just kept it. I just kept it on, you know what I mean, on the surface with everything. You know what I mean? I normally get personals on my ART. My ART works, those are the ones that I really like, really get real personal with. Okay. Now, I understand, too, like, um, with this project, too, like, you've been working on this for a minute now, too. Um, why did you want to start off with Syracuse Bad? Because you could have started off with plenty of other tracks that you have, but you actually, like, I know you're a workaholic, so why did you want Syracuse Bad as a starting one? Uh, honestly, Syracuse Bad was the last song I did for the project. Oh, so this I didn't did even that song. make it if you didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. It, it literally, I had another song for the intro, and uh, I, I basically was like, okay, this going to be the intro, but I really wasn't feeling it that much. I'm like, I don't know. And uh, Graph, Graph Wise sent me a pack of beats. You know what I'm saying? He sent me like a pack of beats, and that's how I was going through. I heard that beat, and I was like, yo. Oh, shit. Yeah, and I just started, it literally like, I was probably, I was at work at the time, so he sent it to me, I probably wrote, I broke my whole, I wrote the whole intro, the whole shit, at work, and as soon as I got home, I ran, let me see, I got my own little setup where I recorded, I ran in my own little booth, recorded it, as I recorded it, I sent it to my guy, really him, really him actually had produced the, the song I was going to use for the intro, I sent it to really him, and was like, yo, bro. I, I don't think I'm using that joint as intro. Well, check this out. He was like, yo. He was like, yo, I'm going to keep it real with you. You you better use it as an intro. Like, you better, like, like that last joint can be used for something else. That joint need to be your intro. I'm like, say less. And we just got it mixed down, and that's how I went. Man, it's even, like, make it more easier, too, when you have, like, the producer agreeing with you too, who did the previous intro. It's like, yo, use that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, over here we ain't, it ain't about, we understand that we in the vehicle, you know what I mean? So whether you the windshield wiper, you the engine, you the seats in the car, it don't matter. As long as you part of the car, we all gonna get the W. So we trying to put together the best product we can put Regardless if I I actually put in on it, I might just have a say in on it. Like, yo, bro, turn the snare down. I might not even get that beat. You know what I mean? I might be like, it's better for him to get that beat. That's his style. Even though the beat might be one of his best beats. It, it, it ain't about, it's nothing personal. We understand it's a, it's, a, it's a family thing. So, you know, it's really everybody eats. So that, that's how we rock. Damn, you really keep true to that motto. Damn, shit, that's like real shit right there. Yeah. Um, so as we come into the second track, Digor. Now on your physical releases, this is called Digor hashtag thirty seven. Now I just gotta ask from a fan standpoint, like, did it take you thirty seven times to do this? Nah. Digor thirty seven is a it's a real joint. Like it, it's it's inspired by two people. You know what I'm saying my 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 my, my um my bro. One day I'm at work and uh, he texts me like, yo, FaceTime me. He like, what you doing? I'm like, I'm at work. He like, man, go in the break room. So I'm like, what's up? He like, yo, FaceTime me. I'm like, what's up? 
So I, I, I don't got, I got Galaxy. So I went on the Facebook Messenger. I, I video chatted him. And he's standing there. He like, bro, he just counting out money. Like, yo, I finally hit my goal. Hit my goal. You know what I'm saying? And, and he had just came home not too long ago. And he was just like, yo, I hit my goal. I hit 100 racks. I made 100 racks. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, what? I'm like, okay. I see the motivation. You know what I'm saying? So for, for that, it was like, okay. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to make a song about it. Now, I named it D. Gore. Because, you know, if you hit a hook, you know what I mean, pack touchdown, trying to run it back. Well, it's a young boy in my city. Uh, he's doing great things. I mean, he got the potential to do even better things. He um he he signed to the NFL. He was playing for the uh for the LA Chargers. He was number thirty seven for the LA Chargers. Um and then he uh he just got traded now to um Washington. You know what I'm saying? The Indians, you feel me? So, um, the Redskins, I mean. So, I named it after him. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know what? I'm about to give him his shine. Like, I dedicate the song to him because, you know, I'm trying to do great things. And this young boy, like, I remember him when, you know, I used to leave my grandmother's crib, you know, to go do some things I wasn't supposed to. He'd be outside playing catch football. You know what I mean? With his granddad, who I knew very well. He just stayed dedicated, you know what I mean? And not only did he stay dedicated, when I came home, like, he wasn't Hollywood. He was like, what's good, big bro? Like, glad to see you home, you know what I mean? Get to it. So, you know, I'm like, you know what? Even though the inspiration came from my other guy, who I'm very proud of, and he's doing real good right now, you know what I mean? Inspiration. But the other inspiration came from, you know what I mean, Derek Gore, who played in the NFL. He played for the um, Washington uh Redskins right now, and uh, that's just my guy, you know what I mean? So I just, you know, I just combined that two together and gave y'all D. Gore. Damn, okay. So, because, like, I ain't got a friend. I don't watch sports worth a shit. So for somebody who doesn't watch sports, it will fly right over the head. This is why I love when artists do interviews, because for the average fan who doesn't listen to watch sports, they, and then they fuck with B.A. Bad, they're like, D. Gore 37, well, what does this mean? And now they know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Derek Gore. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my guy. I ain't gonna say his name. Oh yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Please don't. Yeah, we don't want no dry snitching. But, 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 but shout out to Derek Gore though. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody else that's burning through the forces though. Yes, sir. Um, oh yeah, and from the desk glow, we're not flying. We don't. We don't do none of that dry snitching here. So let the listeners know. All right, now the third track, do rag. Um. This shit right here is fire right here, man. I ain't gonna front. Like, yo, some of your lines, yo, I'll be sitting on my way back from work. Like, I'll literally be in the whip, selling China White, dripping teriyaki. We left the beef alone, but we kept the broccoli. I ain't gonna front. Like, yo, I'll be saying that shit on the regular sometimes. Yeah, thank thank you. That's, uh, that's shout out to uh, my producer, really him. You know what I mean? He produced both, both beats. And uh, okay. he produced D. Gore and 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 uh, but um, man, it's like I just want to be grimy. You feel me? And uh, and I'm like, you know, some things, you know, some people talk about certain shit on a surface level, and uh, they ain't really. You can tell on the surface level because they don't really go in depth, or they don't. There ain't no creativity to it. Yeah. 
with ski masks. Like, I remember, like, us being young and, like, we be doing whatever we doing that we didn't want to show our faces. And we would, like, we would just throw a shirt over our face. You know what I'm saying? Whether we'd throw the shirt over our face or we'd just throw the do-rag over our face and just title or our face where it's like a sky it's like you ever see you ever like it's the same effect as someone taking a stocking cat and pulling it over their face you know yeah. what i'm saying and we have that over our face whatever pop the hoodie up and then we'll go do what we had to do so i just was you know reflecting on that and i'm like yo and then you know what it and then it was on top of that it's the do-rag wave and we're like in new york or a lot of people is wearing do-rags again with the big cakes. They're wearing the silkies, you know, all type of shit. So I was like, okay, you know, I seen them do-rags and I'm like, okay, I use my do-rag as a ski mask. And then like from there, like I just kept, you know what I mean? It, it's built off that. So when you're like getting like inspirational for like these kind of like bars, as you would say too, like do they come like right off the head? Like do you have, do you have to like repeat it like a couple times for like, this is the way I want it to sound, or do you just kind of nail it the first time? Uh, it depends. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes the uh, sometimes the dopest shit just come off real easy. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I can't really say it. Like you know, sometimes it just come. I, I can't like force it to. I can't like force anything or anything yeah. like that. Like it can come out of a conversation. You know what I mean? It's like a lot of times. Like, I'm good for drawing inspiration out real conversations that I be having with my guys. We be, we be like, reminiscing or just building and talking. And then something that was said, that'll be like, ooh, okay, I'm going to stay that in the bar. Or, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to take what I said here, and I'm going to say it a little different than how we said it in the conversation, but I'm going to make that a bar because I feel like it come from a real place. You know what I'm saying? And and so, because I always want my music, I always want somebody to listen and that if they experienced it, they can feel it. Like, it may sound mm. dope, but if you lived it, if you've been around it, or you you know something, you can let it get it's a nice little chuckle to you, but like, oh, I remember reason, <laughs> shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So, that's what, that, that's what I, I try to do in my music. I try to like, even though it's entertainment, you know what I mean? Like, I'm here to entertain some of the artists, but I always try to keep some realness in it to where it's like, you understand what I'm saying. Maybe they don't, but make you get what I'm saying. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like for a certain audience. Like, I loved how you bring that up, too. Like, um, for your fourth track, Everybody Eats, like you said, like, the end of stretch you be stressed over. I fucked your bitch that you stressed over. Hit the living room, seen your son's fort stepped over, going in the kitchen, eating leftovers. Yo, I've really done that shit. I ain't gonna front. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You and a lot of people, man. That's the funny thing. Like, you know, that's a fact. That 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 was that that was that that has definitely happened to me. And it happened to guys that I know, but like, like that was really more me trying to be more witty because of like Baby Boy. Like every time I, I say it, like, I think of Baby Boy with Snoop Dogg walked out. Like fuck your floor, you feel me? <laughs> so that's why. So I wanted to create that image, just you know, just being witty and just you know playing with that. But for the listener though, yeah. like they actually can picture that though. Like that's what I love about that. I was like, yo, you can picture this worth his words. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so like this was like even hard for me, but like if somebody sends me something, I ain't saying shit. Like I said, I kicked the girl out the crib when I was bumping those trash she sent me. So this is the question. Now that it's out, so the people actually hear it. Now I gotta ask you this, yo. Um, that Conway track you have, like how hard was that for you to hold on to? But did you hold on to it knowing like the impact it was gonna do? Cause I see that on playlists everywhere. Oh yeah. Yeah, like I'll, yeah, I'll send you a um, couple of screenshots. Okay. Now, you know what? To be real with you, I didn't know. I I I, I mean, was it hard for me to hold on to? Yeah. Kinda. Okay. But I'm getting better at it. Like, I used to be the type that as soon as I do a song, I drop it. Yeah, I yeah. Like, I leave a studio and drop it. But now, like, everything is strategic. You know what I mean? I, like, I move way more strategic. Like, I have more of a... I, I see a vision. You know what I mean? It's like, I know what I'm... I know what I came to do. So, with that record, you know what I mean? Like, as I was thinking about that record, that record kind of sprung the project. Because I was thinking, like, all right, boom, what's my next project going to be? And I, at first, I was going to go with ART, Lost, lost ART, Lost yeah. Art. But I'm like... Nah, that the move for that is more it's more wintertime-ish, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you know, I like more up-tempo beats. I like aggressive production. So the production I had, I felt was like more summer production. Like, it's more grimy, late-night summer production. Mm. So I wanted that, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I heard the beats. I heard colds, colds, and everybody east was like simultaneously. Like, I was flipping back between those two beats. Like, yo, these shits is fire. So I started writing to them two beats, like simultaneously. Like, like it's crazy because either one of those 16s could have went on either beat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then when I did it, I was like, okay, when I'm going to name this joint. And I was like, y'all wanted a joint for for everybody. He's like, you know, that's the brand. You know what I mean? EB Lifestyle. You know what I mean? So I was like, I want something that's an anthem. So when I put it on, when that shit come on, me and everybody, we, we, we feel, you know, we feel good, like, yeah, this our shit, you know what I'm saying? When we come through, we blasting, you already know. So as I did that, then I named it Everybody Eats. I'm like, you know, I need to name the project Everybody Eats because this the, this, the, this the brand I'm pushing. Like, I'm yeah. pushing a brand, so it's about marketing, you know what I'm saying? So I'm marketing with the song, then I got the project, and then, you know, it's the brand Everybody Eats with the clothes and everything like that. So then... As I listen to both production, I'm like, who sound good on these? Like, I, and I'm like, okay, so it's everybody eats. I'm gonna get some features on here. Now I could be like, okay, I work with this person, I work with that person, I work with that person. So I start thinking that everybody that that everybody like like give praise to, you know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking like, okay, he's dope, he's dope, he's dope. He sounds good over here. He sounds good over here, and. I just start thinking of all them and people that I like, you know what I'm saying? I listen to, like, I listen to Rome Streets. I listen to Comedy. I listen to Adonis, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to reach out to these guys. And see. But now I reached out to a few more people. Um, they just didn't get their verses in time. You know what I'm saying? So we might have something else coming later on, but, you know what I mean? But these are guys that did. They came through. They made it happen. And uh, Khan got on there and he did his thing. 
man, let me tell you this. Now, we ain't going to say, like, what you have something. But when people hear that other thing you sent me, you thought your social media was lit then? You wait till that drop that you sent me. Yo, listen. I, I Like I said, it's all about strategic moving. I could bend throwing this shit out. But, Steve, the thing about it is, like, I, I can see work ethic. I see work. You know what I mean? And I'm like, okay, why would I release this now? Yeah. You feel me? Why would I release this now? Like, you know what I mean? I got to be a mastermind. Shout out to Mastermind Clothing. You know what I'm saying? I can, I mean, tap in with that. I mean, my guy, DJ Mel, but I'm a mastermind of this shit. Like, I, 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 I play the music industry. Like, I pay attention the way someone pays attention to sports. You know what I'm saying? You you look at a, a basketball player, a football player, and say, yo, he's going to be great. I do the same thing with music, you know what I mean? So so I just watch, and I say, okay, this shit got to make sense. It got to make sense, and it's timing. So I sit back, and I just wait. And, you know, some records I sit on for the perfect time. Some records I release because it's the perfect time, you know? But I'm bigger than the feature, you know what I'm saying? So I don't be worried about the features. Like I'm like, you know what? Maybe I built myself up first. Because I don't want nobody thinking that the future is bigger than me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you so, like to include your team as well instead of just you in the forefront. Right. Always. It's man, always about squad. Man, you're like, because you obviously take your music career seriously too. Man, yo, Crooked, if you're listening, yo, you gotta reach out to my guy right here, man, because this guy moving strategically out here. But I would love to see a BA Bad Kim Crook record. You said you said B.A. Bad who? Oh, Kim Crooked, Crooked Eye. Oh, Crooked Eye. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was one. That was like my favorite from Slaughterhouse. Honestly, everybody <laughs> should sleep on Crooked. They should sleep yeah. on Crooked. And I'd be like, Yo, he's nice as fuck. Like, yo, y'all tripping? You know what I'm saying? Like, Joe is Joe. It would have to be Joe and Crooked Eye was my favorites. Joe, because, you know, he get real, like, introspective. He start talking about his girl. You know what I mean? But Crooked Eye, the way he was putting his words together used to be, like, used to give me chills. Like, damn, like, you know what I mean? A rapper's rapper. He's a rapper's rapper. Like, you know, you have boxers. They'll be like, that's a boxer's boxer. He's a rapper's rapper. (laughs) I mean... Well, and also, too, like, I think he was mostly overlooked because he was from the West, and mostly people, like... They're like, well, where's this project? It's like, dude, like, it's EPs, but go listen to the weeklies he did in 07. Like, that shit was phenomenal. But, yeah. But, but we're straying away. So as, as we were saying, um, so with the brand, everybody eats too. So I'm glad that you chose to strategically release that track alongside your project too because it really fits in with the project too as opposed to you just like throwing it out there and just like, all right, what's next? Now... I even heard this, like, I wrote, like, when you send me Everybody Eats and Codes, I, I listen to Codes more. I get a front. Like, I fucked with that more. It's because yeah. that, that vibe I got from it, too. And you and you chose to make that the actual first uh, single. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's, uh, I just, I just, you know what it was? It was just, uh, that shit just hard as fuck. And <laughs> yeah. fucking... And fucking long streets is nice. And I feel like I spazzed on it. And, you know, I was headed out to the city anyway. So I tapped in with Rome. Rome, Rome been, been the homie, you feel me? He, all, he, he, he was like, let's do it. 
since from the time I hit him, it was like, let's do it. You know what I mean? It was no funny shit, no fugazi shit. He was straight to it. And, uh, you know, it, it, that was, it was really dope. You know what I mean? I got to go out there, read it, shot the video. And, uh, you know, and um, Rome took me, took me, uh, to Biggie Block, you know what I mean, right by the mirror. Okay. That felt really good because, you know, I'm Biggie is my favorite yeah, fucking sure. rapper. You know the documentary you so said this be, before. Right, so to be there, it's like a basketball player going to, like, Kobe's practice gym or something like that. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, be going to LeBron's old high school park where he played back. Like, oh, shit, LeBron used to play here. That's how I felt being on Biggie Block, you know? It's like Biggie used to so, rap here. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, he pulled right here, like, the same dude I used to sit at home and, like, you know, these dudes is, like, superheroes to me. You know what I'm saying? These rappers, like, Jay-Z, your Biggies, your Nas, your Half a Mills, your, you know what I'm saying, your Core Megas, your Prodigies, Mob Deeps, Wu-Tangs. These dudes are superheroes to me. Like, growing up, like, I used to listen to these dudes to me, like, yo, how the fuck they put those words together like that? You know what I'm saying? So... To be there and to be doing, to be doing what I love to do, man, it was dope. It was dope. Shout out to Run Street. Shout out to Sean, too. Man, and if y'all want to go hear the backstory on, like, how big means a lot to be a bad, you'll go listen to that Going Bad interview we did. That's still one of my favorite interviews. But we really broke down, like, your upcoming, your your influences. So, yo, this shit's all real shit. So, y'all go tap in and see the growth. Yeah. Now, now, one of my most favorite lines on the code is, now you say you know the plug, why you ain't supplying weight, you never took out of state, probably can't provide an eighth. I was like, yo, that shit is hard. Yeah, dudes, dudes always be talking about they know the plug, like, <laughs> how y'all know the plug? Like, how y'all, everybody know the plug, everybody a hustler, everybody grinding, everybody got bricks, everybody got weight. It's like, y'all can't, like, if everybody know the plug, what's the point of the plug? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I never, I never had the plug. I've always known good middle. I always known middlemen. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I knew somebody that knew somebody. You know what I mean? So I ain't never gonna say like, oh, I had the plug. Like, nah. I'm saying my my man. I might have known a really good middleman. Like he was getting it directly from the plug, and that's why I was getting it for the price I could have got it for. But I never, like, and I never understood why everybody want to be that. I, I got it from this. Like, dude, you don't even hustle like that. Like, if I can't even ask you for this or try to make, get money with you, you wouldn't be able to provide nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you probably couldn't even provide an eighth. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't never, you never really did all that shit. Like, I just talked. You know what I mean? Dudes be, like, making it sound good. Like, I don't know. Is he boom bad beats? But um, boom bap make everybody feel like they just saying the realest shit, and it's like I don't, I don't, I don't, believe, I don't believe. Now I like how you brought that up too. Like um, now since the spotlight is on upstate New York, you've seen the like all of this from the start. So how is it seeing other regions like gravitate towards your guys' sound? It was really dope because it was really dope because at one point in time, people used to like the same artists that you may feel like it's dope. The same artists that you meet like yo, yo, students phenomenal. It's the same artists. I, I could say like five years ago, 
seven years ago, people here was looking down on like he ain't gonna make it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know the the the, the for, for everybody to keep them alive and to be pushing to be grinding is beautiful. You know what I mean? It's beautiful that you know other people are starting to look over and see like yo. These dudes is really dope. They're really nice. They're really spitting. They're really bringing that. You know what I mean? And they feeling the sound like it's just cool. Yo, it's I, cool. I ain't gonna front because I listen to like other interviews and other podcasts. Every I swear they mention upstate at least once. Like I was just listening to Joe Budden the other day, and uh, Parks he was telling Joe, "Yo, upstate like thirty eight special." You know, I'm like, "Yo, like this shit is like." Crazy how much this is taken off for you guys. You know I mean, yeah, you know, up here, like, everybody been sharpening in the store for years. Like, when everybody went to go get lit, we were still trying to be the nicest. That never left us, you know what I'm saying? Like, that never left us. And where we from, I always tell people, like, where I'm from, it's like, you can't just say you rap. Like, you step in a barbershop, you're like, oh, I rap. They're going to be like, oh, let, let me hear something. So now you got to display your talent in front of five, eight dudes that probably rap too. But you got to show why you supposed to be the rapper. You know what I mean? And uh, you rapping against dudes. You rapping in areas where they going to brutally tell you if you're nice or not. You know? No, yes, so, man. You know, when you speak of dudes like, you know, myself and, you know, my counterparts, my peers, like, You've been sharpening our, our soul for a long time. You can do the Google searches. You see us, ciphers, everything, like, just, you know, hungry. You know what I mean? You, just hungry, just, just... You have a line that explains what you say perfectly, too, in um, the zombie that graduated from university. It's just like, I was like, yo, because for the people who know your past, they should know. But when you said, like, that line about the zombie graduated from university, I was like... Yo, like that shit right there is like where to actually say that you went from an evolution to where you are now. Because most people like they do their failed movement and then they quit. You kept going, like you kept prospering. Yeah, yeah. I said, uh, I said, I'm a university graduate, and yeah, basically yeah. that meant was, you know, like I'm university was like I learned a lot being a part of the zombie movement, you know what I mean? Being there, seeing it cultivate, like just being in that movement and moving, like I learned a lot, you know what I mean? And uh, so if you, if you if you came, if you was from up here or you was around here, you knew who the zombies was, you know, I come from a, uh, I come from one of the top universities, you know what I mean? Like that school is different. Like where we was rhyming, the production we was we was on, we was doing that at 19, 18, 17, 20. You know what I'm saying? Like we was young, smashing shit. Like literally, if we was doing that now, everybody would be calling us genius. But we would have finally, if we'd have popped back then, we you know what I mean, they'd have been saying, they'd have been talking about us like we was crazy. So, you know, to know that I come from that. That's the school that I come from. You know what I mean? And it ain't over. You know what I mean? It's, you know what I mean? But, like, that must feel good, like, coming from you, knowing, like, what you put in at, at such a young age. 
and something that you can actually go back to and look at. Like, not that much people can say. Most people say, yeah, we did this at this age, but there's nothing that's documented. You can just Google it and it's documented. That's rare. It's definitely a blessing. Definitely a blessing. Not that, not. To me, I look at all life as like, God showed, God was showing me, like, yo, listen, keep going. Like, even like, Times where like I'll be lazy, like we we be lazy, we wouldn't be doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? We be playing and playing with it, and it is just go mad far. Like whatever we did, just like like in the, in the ocean, crazy. We be like, oh shit, that was God saying, y'all got it. Like take it seriously. So now it's like it's time. You know what I mean? Now for me, I'm like, yo, I'm taking this real serious. Like I'm giving this everything I got. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everything I got. And you can definitely tell, too. Like, even tracks, like, it's kind of ironic how we're on this track now. Like, Hired Gun. That track is, um, y'all flipped a sample. Where's that sample from? Jay-Z's, um, Where Have You Been, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, that shit right there? Yo, I just have to ask, when you and Math were, like, did you guys record that in the same studio? And, like, what was the yeah, reaction when you did. first heard it? Um, yo, when we heard the beat, we heard the beat. Raph, Raph had made the beat on Facebook, on uh, Instagram. Okay. And, and puzzle, and puzzle, shout out to puzzle. Puzzle heard it and and tag and like and tagged me and him in the, in the comments. So we went to him. We like, I'm like, I want it. He like, I want it. <laughs> so we like, fucking, let's both get it. We we'll go half on the beat. We ended up going to the studio, the sound studio. Red Brick Studios in Syracuse. And, uh, you know, shout out to Janine Photography. We just in there and uh, we just got busy. Like, we fed off each other energy. Like, that's the first song we ever done together. Like, we just fed off the energy and the shit came out hard. That's the first song you ever killed that. Huh? Was that the first song you ever done together, you said? That's the first song me and Moff did together. And honestly, that song is really the first song recorded for that project. It wasn't. It wasn't oh, initially yeah. intentionally for the project, but that song is the oldest song that was recorded. Like we recorded that song, and every other song came after that. Damn. You know what I mean? And 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 I don't know when it's when it's going to drop, but the video should be out. We dropping the video Wednesday, so on. I think it's February fifth. The video should be up online on YouTube. Higher Gun, featuring Mafiosa, produced by Graph Wise. Shot by Cut and Shoot. Damn, yo. Okay, okay. See, now was this um originally recorded for Dirty Revolver? Dirty Revolver. Yeah, that actually that was gonna be on Dirty Revolver. Okay, okay. And then we was like, we was like, you know what I mean? We just took it through to my project because I felt like I needed my for my project. You know what I mean? I need a mouth. Like I felt like, like not only did I feel like I want to work with the dopest dude that I felt that was really dope, but I also like wanted to like use because I knew, I knew once I got the machine on the project, everybody else was gonna pay attention to what was going on. Like they was gonna be looking at the project. You know what I'm saying? That's how people is. Like I could be dope, but the song is dope without the machine on it. But the machine made everybody go You feel me? Yeah. So. So with that being said, it's like, okay, I know that. I know how people think, you know. So I'm like, all right, so this project, everybody going to pay attention to it. 
So let me let me start letting my people eat on it. So, you know, I pull really him up to the table and say, yo, I need you to go hand for me because, you know, I know you great. I want the world to know you great. So give me something that I can use. We're going to be on this project. And this is me, like, introducing you to the world. Because eventually, one day, everybody's going to call you great. They're going to see what I see in you. You know, Moff had a project out already. But I felt like put Moff on a project because y'all going to really see who this dude is. Like, Moff's serious. You know what I'm saying? You're going to feel him. Same thing with Prophet. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I told Prophet, I said, yo, listen. Man, hop on this wave. Fuck with me. Come sit at the table. You know what I'm saying? Like, you talented, you dope, but you need a platform. So, eat off my plate. You know what I'm saying? So, you ready to do you? You already, you know what I'm saying? The fans are already paying attention. They already know who you is. They can track you back. You know what I mean? Recent shit. And that's what, and I mean, I strategically made that move, you know what I mean? To like, now Mop already was out there. Prophet already been doing music since the zombie days. But this is his reintroduction, and really him, really him is a let. Really him been doing shit for a long time too. Right? Yeah, like you getting his story, yeah, getting his story because he got production credits. I'm talking French Montana. I'm talking SAS. I'm talking he's. You know what I'm saying? He's there. Y'all just don't know that yet. You know what I mean? But I wanted to use my platform to, you know, push them out there. Man, like, <laughs> and it's rare too for like someone to actually have like. Their Conrad's, but like I'm gonna have you shine with me too because like for somebody who's not the average fan to hear Moth or a Prophet and then they'd be like, well, let me check what else this guy has, and then it goes on from there. But that's how it always works. Now, and that's always my that's always my thing. Like I don't know, I'm just a team player. Like I I enjoy being part of movements and teams. You know what I mean? I don't really like being alone. You know what I mean? If I gotta grind and do it myself, I will. But I like the team. You know what I'm saying? I grew up when I grew up in a Dipset era. You know what I'm saying? Man? I grew up in a Rockefeller era where where Dipset, Dipset. You know, Cam ain't had to think I'm the best. Jimmy gonna say Cam the best. Cam gonna say Jimmy the goon. Jimmy gonna say Jewels. Can't nobody fuck with Jewels. They they team gonna speak of them. So that's that's the type of you know model I go on. Like I ain't gotta say I'm this. But y'all gonna listen to Prophet. Y'all gonna hear Moth. Y'all gonna hear really him. And whoever else I pull to the table. You know what I'm saying? I, I strategically put people on songs, strategically rap on certain beats because I be wanting y'all to, you know what I'm saying? Same thing with Graph Wise. I fuck with Graph Wise so much that, like, I literally, like, oh, I know this is about to happen. Let me get a Graph Wise beat because I need, he need that credit. You know what I'm saying? Because he's another great producer that people overlook. But he better than 80% of the ones that's out there. You feel me? But let me give him a, a leg up. You know what I'm saying? Let When you hear him, you're going to hear me. You know what I'm saying? And that's how we... I mean, that's, that's my mentality. Uh, I think Graphwise is Canadian, too. <laughs> he is Canadian. That's a fact. All right. Uh, I forgot where he's from. I forgot exactly where he's from, but he is Canadian. He must be from down east because yeah, I'll keep it all the way in front. Yo, like down here in the West, yo, the soundscape is like, it's like a Snake the Ripper, Mad Child kind of vibe. Like, I just can't explain it. It's different in the West out here in the underground. 
Okay. That's why I do gravitate to the East Coast more because you got lines like, um, I have to pull this up. Um, it's in a, a hired gun. I, I correct the curse of poverty that plagued my, in my bloodline. When the fire hit the spoon, illuminates like sunshine. Homicide, you touch mine. I was like, oh, I gotta hear this again. It's fire. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. But it's like lines that's like that fact. that stick out that make people actually want to hear the song again. Like, that's what I love. It is, this project has amazing replay value. You only tap in. Okay? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I greatly appreciate that, man. I greatly appreciate that. Man, because, like, well, and the people have to know, like, when talent is due. Like, even with Gold Willing, too. Like, you include a lot of samples in this. Like, the training day sample, like, from Denzel. Like, that was fire right there, too. Um, yeah. Say. Oh, and, like, you included, like, the sample. Like, you have samples within this album, too. Like, the Denzel sample from training day. I was like... Oh, I know that. I know that. That's when in the car. That that was um. I gotta give that credit to uh. That was vinyl villain. Oh. Vinyl villain. Vinyl villain. Uh, made that made that beat. And um, he had that already in the beat. I was gonna say too, vinyl villain. T uh, tell me about your friend F one fifty that you dedicated that song that song to. Oh yeah, shout out to uh Kahari on um, F-150. That's my bro. Um that was just my bro, man. I was I was my guy, you feel me? And we uh you know he passed away uh July 5th. Um you know, senseless violence, you know, and uh that was my guy. Like, he would have been rude for me. Like F1 was here, F1 would have been hitting me like yo, I need that CD. You know what I'm saying? So like, for me, I like, like I said, like it's about like putting on people around you and like, you know what I mean? I want to immortalize them. So for so that's why I named the song F One Fifty, cause you know that's a term that we use now for like shit is hard, shit is tough. F One was was built for tough. That's why his name is F One Fifty. He was for tough. You know what I'm saying? So now when we speak about something that's really hard, like the hardest shit, like. Man, that shit F1, that shit F150. You know what I'm saying? Like, we immortalize him. You know what I mean? People saying, people, when they listen to F150 and they speak about it, they might not even know they're speaking about Kahari. You know what I mean? But we making sure that his name always lives. You feel me? And we doing that for everybody. I'm doing that for everybody. I never thought of it like that, like immortalizing somebody, because that music will live forever now. Exactly. Damn. Exactly. Okay, now that I get... Okay, so, like... So, I like how you brought that up, too, like, um, going a little bit off topic, though. You go back and see your friends who are, who are sitting down right now. Not a lot of people do that. Yeah. What's yeah, my guys, man. I mean, you know, I, I said to myself when I was in jail, like, there's, like, the only difference between jail or being dead is that while I'm in jail, I can see everybody that's shitting on me. You know, when you first go to jail, everybody hits you with the free, free such and such. I miss my bro. Ah, uh, ah, uh, he was home. We be doing this. We be doing that. That shit lasts for about a week. few weeks, maybe a month. You know what I mean? And then after a while, like, that shit fade. You don't hear from nobody. Don't nobody write you. Don't nobody come see you. You know what I mean? Like, they just forget about you. 
Like I had people that like forgot about me for years. Like I was in, I was in jail for four years, and I had friends and family that I didn't see. That didn't like, and literally like, and it's funny like, I was blessed to be forty five minutes away from Syracuse. I was even an hour away from Syracuse for the first half of my bed. Second half of my bed, I was only forty five minutes away from Buffalo. There was no excuse why nobody couldn't have came and seen me. You feel me? Yeah. So, you know, I learned that then. So, you know, in return, when my comrades is locked up, they doing their beds, I try to keep my phone on so we can keep communication so I can see they doing all right. So, you know, if they mental fucked up, they can call me and I can bring them back to reality because it's the little shit that counts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It don't, it don't cost me nothing. $50 to put on the phone, that's a large piece in 20 wings. I, I buy that three times a week if I ain't got nothing else to do and I ain't trying to work out, you feel me? I could put that on the phone for the bros, you know what I'm saying? Just somebody they can talk to, they can laugh and giggle with, make a three-way call here and there, you know? So I'll pull up and go see them. See how they, like, I wasn't able to go see a lot of people because I was on parole. Yeah. The way the state goes, like, when you're on parole, you can't go, you can't, you're not even supposed to fraternize with another felon. You know what I mean? But I still have my phone on. But when I got on parole, I started pulling up. Like, I come to go see my guy. Some, like, first guy I went to go see, I went to go see him on 4th of July. I ain't seen him in, I ain't seen him in 10 years. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? When I got locked up, he had got locked up six months before I got locked up. And then, I did my bed, my four and a half. I did my four years. He on a he on a twenty year stretch, you know. So you know we kept we kept in, in contact by I write his girl, I write my girl, my girl will contact his girl, and then she let him know, and then that's how we did it. And so I came home, and then we wrote, and I kept my phone on. Then when I was able to go see, him, I went to go see my guy. Like that's my bro, you know what I mean, and. The other bros, you know, when I get a chance or when I can, I'm pulling up, see my guys. You know, some some of them ain't never come home, you know? And it's like the yeah. little, it's like what you said, it's the little things that count. Because they could be having a fucked up time inside and that one visit could change the whole week. Yo, a visit, a letter can literally change your energy for, for a month. It I've been there, I've seen it. Like, you be going through real depression. It'd be, it'd be sad because you cause you got some people that don't got nobody looking out for them. I was blessed to have, you know, I had family. I had my dad, I had my moms. I had a few shorties that was, you know, kicking on the door. I had my, my right hand and he was right me. You know what I'm saying? I had some love, you know what I mean? And a few others, and a lot of others, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to not mention nobody, but it was people that were showing me love. But there was a lot of people that I felt should have showed me love, didn't show me love, you feel me? And But there's some people that don't got nobody. Nobody writes them. Nobody comes sees them. Year after year after year after year after year. And you going through that, and then you missing. You want to go home. It, yo, it's crazy when you miss somebody that don't come. That that you feel like don't miss you. That hurts. You know what I'm saying? And it's like that could have you on ten. You could be like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm turning up. I'm I'm beating up whoever come in my way. I'm I'm cutting anybody that come my way. I don't give a fuck. I die in this shit. I don't care. Let them kill me. And you see that same person get a letter that day, and they get that letter, 
and they'd read that letter 10 times that day. You know what I mean? And then they'd come out and be happy, joyful, playing games, you know what I'm saying? Cracking jokes, change their whole mentality. So I try to bring that little red. I told them I can't do everything for y'all. Yeah. But what I can't do is call y'all. I mean, answer the phone when y'all call, come see y'all when I can, write y'all when I can. You know what I mean? I'm going to show my love, you know what I mean? I make that very, I think that's very important. And then also showing that people on the outside are actually thinking about you. It's like what you said too. It's like when you're in there, you think like no one's thinking about you. I'm just, I'm going to turn up. So I get what you're saying on that. Yeah. Now, and they, they keep me on track too, bro. They keep me on track. It's many times I was thinking some crazy shit, about to do some stupid shit. And I talked to them on the phone and they be like, why the fuck you about to do that? the fuck is you doing? Yo, you got to stay home. Egyptian mink, my soul extinct, got the Chevy herbs in my Swisher sweets. Yo, how did you come up with something like that? Like Egyptian minks, the exotic, like, like, do you actually have to like do that at work, or do you? Does it kind of does it kind of come like sporadically to you, like you said before? Uh, it be like sporadically, like I, like I don't. I don't really try to put too much thought on anything, you know what I'm saying? Like, only t only thing I, I put a lot of thought on, probably, maybe is like how I'm going to start the birth sometimes. I'm like, how the fuck am I going to start this shit? Fuck, I'm going to say to start it off. Once I start it off, it get crazy. For that one, uh, it was just, uh, it was just, the beat just, just had me sit. Like, I remember when I used to watch it in the kitchen sink, you know what I mean? Now, you know, I got, Zada bitch is squirting on Egyptian meat. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, the doctor said be heard some of my sister ceases me. I'm just smoking yeah. on that good gas. That, that exotic pack. I mean, that natural, organic pack. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying, you know? So, just trying to find colorful ways to say to say simple shit. Sebi herbs, man. <laughs> Yo, anybody says they're smoking on Sebi herbs? Yeah, you ripped it off of my man right here. But um, as we get into, <laughs> as we get into knowledge born part two, this is a true sequel to the outro of Outwork, I believe. That is a literally true sequel. Beat now, was this originally like no knowledge born part two? Like, or was it as soon as you heard the beats? Like, yo, this kind of sounds like knowledge born. Uh, you know what it was. I'm gonna keep it all the way. I'm gonna keep it all the way tall for you. So. If you're familiar with Short Shot, it's, a, it's an artist named um, Bunchy Cartier. I fucks with homie. He told me, like, yo, bro, I fucks with Knowledge Born so hard. Like, I listen to this shit every day. If you do a remix to that, I got to get on it. So, you know, I put it together. I found the beat. Troop, the producer, sent me a production. I was like, this one I'm going to use. And, uh... I was just waiting on this verse for mad long, waiting on this verse for mad long, waiting on this verse for mad long. And it, just, it got to the point where I was like, yo, I got to drop the project. You know what I mean? And um, so I, I, had to, I had to find someone that I felt that was good enough to like, you know, get on a song. And I was just trying to put anybody on any song. Like you gotta, I mean, if you, if you want to talk about knowledge, born, you gotta have knowledge yourself. And um, 
I was tapped into the dude Rim, Rim from the Villains. And I, you know, I listened to him, you know, I've been listening to him for a little bit. And I was like, yo, Rim get busy. And I've been wanting to do a song with Rim. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna hit Rim up to see if Rim, Rim wanna hop on this. And Rim was so real with it, Rim, Rim was so thorough. I hit Rim up, Rim probably sent me that shit back in the morning. Oh, and yo, I don't even say this all the time. Rim bodied that shit. Like, Rim took over the record. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, you know, I feel like he did a better job than me. And I told him that. Like, you killed me on that joint, you heard? You know what I mean? It was real shit. You know what I mean? But he must have been feeling the vibes. You know, he must have heard the beat, heard the subject matter, and was like, yo, he felt that shit. He did his thing, though. Shout out to Rim. I was going to say, when I heard that one, I was like, that's the one. If he didn't put codes first, that one, I would believe you should have done that one first. But I like the way the rollout came. Codes first, and then hired gun. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get a video for that, too. Now, um, you have, you're tapped into the Walkers, obviously. When was the first time you ever heard of them? To who? The Walkers. It's a, it's like a collective of rappers. It's like with Rome Streets, Rim, Ty Ferris, Bub Rock. Uh, Eddie Kane, Wavy to God. Uh, there's a lot of rappers in there. Um, I won't say that other guy's name, Mr. Heist. Move past that. So they say they, they call they said they called the Walkers. Yes, sir. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. familiar. Okay, yeah, yo, I swear they're gonna be dropping a project soon, but we'll leave that to later. I don't want to say too much out there. Uh, so when you when you're getting into your project too. Did you have different track listings for this? Like, was it originally 10 tracks, or did you have to substitute tracks, like, to make it 10? Nah, it was, uh, I, I really don't really, like, it was, I don't think I even had a certain number of tracks I was going to put on there. It just kind of flowed like that. You know what I'm saying? It just kind of flowed like that. Okay. Now, even, like, with your course, too, like, personally, I like the course, too, knowledge point, too. You see through the window, building the stories, my M.O., stack it up for your kinfolk. You know we wild, you know we style and couldn't walk up in my temple, acquire knowledge if you want power, wear gloves if you pump powder or razor for gunpowder. I was like, yo, you made that a course. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. Now, a course is your specialty, or was that kind of like a challenge for you to write for a course? I was curious. Nah, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm good at hooks. I think I'm cool with hooks. I, uh, Manhattan told me, he said, yo, and you're probably, you like, you one of the few artists I hear that do hooks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just and I'm like, yeah, I mean, that just come from just being an artist, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know. I'm just, I'm an artist, you know what I mean? I, I, yo, I really can make any music I want to, you know what I mean? Like, I can make girls songs, I write R&B hooks, I can do what I want to do, you know what I mean? I just choose to, like, just talk to the streets for right now, you know what I'm saying? Your past work song, yeah. like some of those bad boy freestyles, it really shows that you can. Yeah, yeah, I can do it. I hooks, bars, talk to the girls, I, I do it all, you know what I mean? I'm just, you know... Waiting for my time, you know what I mean? Yes, sir. Now, uh, I got two more questions for you, my guy. Now, I see that this is not the intro. This is like the track before the intro, Amon, with uh, bro A.A. Rishad. How did that come together? Like, we spoke about it briefly on the interview with him, but I want to hear, like, your side of the story. Uh, him and Puzzle have a, uh, 
they have a relationship and they um they've been building for years you know what i'm saying and um when it got down to it to the nitty gritty uh puzzle was like yo um i'm gonna see if i get a rasheed on it you know what i mean see if AA i hop on it and uh he had up a was like yo I'm, I'm down whatever he sent me back the track and put it together you know what i'm saying now what was that Shout like, now what was like that feeling when you actually heard that come back like a spoken word track come back like we're like should i rap on this or should i just leave it to where it is uh, it was dope because uh not only has uh puzzle spoke highly of aa you know just on a respect level um other people that i know that i belt with uh knew who he was and spoke to him highly so you know, and then seeing what he done with Griselda and what he done on his own, I just was like, okay, you know, you know, it, it made me feel, it made me feel good. Like, okay, you know what I mean? He recognized Young King, you feel me? So he he just hopped on it, you know what I mean? He ain't throw no price out there. He just said, yo, you know, yeah, nah, nah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? That's just was it, you know what I mean? And it was love, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was love. Highly of A.A. Rashad, too. Um, so, that's not the intro. The intro, I mean, sorry, the outro is actually called Roundtable Conversation. What made you want to put that last instead of the A.A. Rashad track? Um, because I felt like I didn't, the whole project was just, just, uh, was just me doing my thing. And, you know, I wanted to, like, I wanted to give you at least one joint one joint that was like me opening up you know what i'm saying like i ain't had to like give you too many bars it was just real life shit so like round table combos i love that beat and i felt like i had to give y'all one and normally production like that would be on like my art projects but i'm like nah they're gonna get this one and uh that's what we did and, and for uh, and, and you know for arsc uh his his um his um his skit, I felt like that tied more in, like, who he is, what he do, that tied more into Knowledge Born. Mm. So, you know, instead of making Knowledge Born a five-minute song, I just separated and gave him his own joint and then, you know, ended it with roundtable combos. Oh, okay, okay. I see what that means. Because I was going to say, this does kind of fit in with Knowledge Born, too, but, like, right after it, too. So I like how you did that, too. Like, And it's even called A-Mon with the two A's. Like, I was like, oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yep, yep. Amen. Amen means, you know, at the end of the full, at the end of the meal, you know what I mean? At the end of the blessing, you say amen, and that's it, you know what I mean? And then now it's time for us to have a convo. Like, now, now, now I want to talk to y'all about something. When you heard that beat, that's like the perfect way to end the project, by the way, too. Did you know that was going to be the outro? Or was like that something totally different, like you said before? No, nah, I didn't know it was going to be the outro. I just heard the beat, and I just was like, yo, I just really liked it. I just really liked the beat. I really liked how I was feeling. I really, uh, and I just was playing that beat, just playing that beat over and over and over and over and over again. Like when I first, okay, I got on parole June 11th. And I smoke. I'm like, yo, I'm about to smoke because I ain't smoking so long. Yeah. So, so I got my little, I got my little studio. I rolled up. I smoke. Now I was playing that beat, and I'm like, yo, I'm about to write something crazy. 
I was in a beef for three hours. I was in a beef for three hours, and the only line I could come up with was, "Um, I bad bitches with my father's features." That's it. And I'm like, "Oh shit!" So then I'm like, "I gotta come back to this." And then when I came back to it, it just was like real easy for me to just, you know, put that together and end it like that. Do you do that with a lot of songs? Like you come up with the first couple of bars, you leave it, then come back to it, or was that something new for you? Sometimes that happens. Sometimes that happens, you know what I mean? Because I'm trying to figure out where I'm going or just how I'm going to start it off, you know what I'm saying? Because it's always important. First impressions is everything, Yeah. you know? Because that's the and, first uh, couple of bars they hear to listen. Yo, the crazy part about that is well, the version that I got is the only version I ever did. I like I recorded that one time. Oh, yeah. and, and And I literally, and I kind of fucked up. Like, that was supposed to be the rough, the rough draft that I was gonna send to somebody, be like, what you think? Like I have fucked up, you know what I mean? And then uh, I just was like, keep it. Cause I felt, I felt it was raw emotion. I felt it was raw emotion. I felt that, uh, you know, I ain't wanted to be sound perfect. I ain't wanted to sound, you know, too, too perfect. I'm like, yo, this is good enough. You know what I mean? We're gonna end it like this, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I like how you said, like, raw emotion, too, because you speaking at the end, I can't imagine you doing that again, like, knowing that what you're going to say, like, the one time, it's like, it's like one of those things you can only say one time and it came out perfectly because it was like a spur of the moment type of thing. Yeah, that's, that, and that's exactly how I felt. I'm like, yo, I can't repeat this over, like, <laughs> and, like, this is what it is, like, either I'm going with this or I'm going to do something that shit going to sound, it's not going to sound the same. I'm like, I'm going with this. They're going to they're going to take this. They're going to love it. Hopefully they hopefully they do. Now, uh, yo, this merch game for this rollout for this project too was like phenomenal because dude, you gave him like the bag, the container, the fucking plate, and then the CD. Yeah. Yeah. Now Yeah, that was one. Huh? Where are those bags from? I have to ask. Like, did you make the bag? I know, like, the stickers and stuff like that, but where did those bags come from? Like, like that, is that a spot in Syracuse? Nah, nah. Actually, uh, I'm going to tell you how that came about. So, you know, I had the container and all that. I had the idea how I was going to do it, but I didn't really know how I was really going to execute it the right way. And my guy, my guy, Jeff, you know, shout out to Live You. Um, he, man, supportive. You know what I mean? We work out together. He like, yo, bro. Soon as you got your shit, hit me so I can come get my copy. So I came to him with the container, CD inside the container, and I had like an old grocery bag that I, I mean, that I didn't throw away. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yo, this how I'm coming. I gave it to him. He was like, yo, this shit is dope. He was like, yo, I boom, he left. He called me like, yo, bro, yo, how many CDs you got? I'm like, I got like about a hundred. He like, yo. I got some plates and I got some bags because, you know, I used to sell dinners, you know what I mean? He's like, I'm about to come. He's like, I'm going to drop them off to you. So when I got them, I'm like, okay, these plate, these bags go perfect. Yeah. And then I'm like, then I'm like, these gold plates. So then I put them inside the container and it fit perfect. I was going to say. And I'm like, oh, shit. When that happened, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> this shit about so then I, then I went and bought the stickers and everything, and then all that came together, you know what I mean? From there. Wow, so you just had the container 
at first, I know, wow, okay. This is why I love when artists do it, because it gives more appreciation. Like, Fade Away Barber or, like, Elbiz, like, it gives them more appreciation for things like that. Yeah, man. Yeah, and I actually, I sat right here, my studio, and put it together, like, every copy, every every letter that was written on the receipts, that was all me. You know what I mean? I, I, I shrink rap. I shrink wrapped it myself. The CDs, I bought my shrink wrap. I shrink wrapped it with a with a hair dryer. Like everything intimate, you know what I mean? And I felt like I wanted to give, I felt like it was important to give the fans something they could remember. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to be rememberable. You know what I mean? I, I remember when I used to go buy CDs, I used to be excited to rip the plastic off, open it up and look through the book. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, how I'm gonna create that same experience for my fans? And you know, and I felt like that's this this is what I was doing. Like, you know, you get it, you open it, open the bag, pop it open, get your CD, shiny plate. You know what I mean? It's an experience, you know what I mean? Something really it's bigger than the music. And you give them like an actual like receipt, receipt that looks like a food receipt when you actually take out. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's just, you know, people trying to be creative, man, you know? It's just one of those projects, it's like, yo, you nailed, like, this shit's an A1 rollout and an A1 album after. Salute on that, because you did everything perfect on this. I can only imagine next project. Woo! Next project coming, man. We, we coming right back in March. Oh, shit, okay. Don't waste no time. Now, 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 this is the question I have to ask for you, too. You put this on Bandcamp first. Now, a lot of people in the underground, they're going to flock to the Bandcamp. And I checked this band, I checked your Bandcamp, and I seen a lot of people bought this album. So, like, what was that feeling of knowing, like, all this money came directly to you and only Bandcamp taking, like, a small percentage of that? Um, it was cool. I mean, I'm using their platform. So, you know, they, they charge a tax. They had a community, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... I ain't had no problem with it, you know what I mean? I ain't had no problem with it. They can take their little sentence because eventually I'm going to direct the fans directly to my, my site anyway, you know, which is ebelifestyle.com, you know, so it was cool. I, was, I ain't had no problem with it. Okay, but like you see, like you could have took the rock from Oceana route and just like, you can only get this through my website. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's cool. But Rock Marciano got the crazy fan base. Yeah, he got it. You know what I mean? Me, I'm building my fan base. And, you know, uh, Bandcamp has a community of uh, people that, that go to Bandcamp to listen to music. So I was trying to tap into them. You know what I'm saying? Tap into that community so I can continue to build my fan base up to where I'm able to do what Rock is able to do. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, it's all strategic, too. Like, even, like, with the cover, too, like, did you have to, like, did you take, like, uh, professional photos for your cover art and then you're like nah these ain't it and then you head up Raul Duke nah nah I, you know what I mean I just I been was supposed to work with Raul Duke on the first cover okay you know what I mean I just was worried about um, my artwork looking too similar to anybody else's at the time so I went with uh, this other dude and um yeah, so, you know, when it came around this time, I was like, yo, I'll fuck with you on the, on the artwork. I was really going to hit up, like, three or four other dudes and just be like, yo, and I mean, whoever had the best one, that's what I'm using, you know what I mean? And uh, I hit him up. He hit me back with that. And um, yeah. I sent it to the... Anybody I sent it to, 
they was like, yo, that's your heart. Yeah. That's your fire. I'm like, word. I'm like, so then that's what we going with. And we just, and I just rock with that. And I had that cover. I had that cover for mad long. I had that cover probably eight months before the project was even complete. I had a, I probably had a cover before the project was even recorded. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm, I be, you know, I be trying to move steps ahead, man. You know what I mean? Like right now, my project for March is done. You know what I mean? You're on to the next one already. Yeah, we on to the next one, man. We, uh, you know, lost art is 50% done. It's like, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm staying ahead. Like I'm, I'm dropping every, I'm dropping every quarter, man. Hey. Every days, every 90 days we coming through, we hitting y'all with something. You know what I mean? And, 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 and I'm trying to, I'm on a thousand, I'm on a thousand, thousand fan campaign. I'm trying to get a thousand real fans and we doing, uh, trying to drop a video a month. Robin, I'm going to just say right now, by the end of 2020, you're, you're going to see like BA bad, like on supply and demand or a hot nine seven. Fuck it. Even the breakfast club, maybe let's throw that out there. Yeah, we need, yeah, I need to be on hot nine. I need to be on shade four or five. I don't know why they, uh, they ain't set that up. They ain't call me up there. I need to be on Rappers Out of Control. I need to be on Soul Assassin. I need to be on all that. Like, I don't know why. Like, you know what I mean? I'm I'm top five. I'm top, I know I'm top ten. Oh, you know top. what I'm saying? So, so, like, I don't know what they, you know what I mean? I don't know if I got to build my relationships up more. But that's what we're going to have to do. Because I, I need to be up there. I, I, need, I need all that. I can see you getting a very dope K-Slay interview because K-Slay fucks heavy with Upstate, I know for a fact. Man, he needs to. I need to tap him with Slay then. Yo, Slay, if you're seeing this, I'm going to tag you in this and check out my man's right here. Bro, facts. Yeah, tap in, man. Now, um, we've been at it for a while now. Um, so this interview came out pretty classic too. Um, but I'm curious too on um, if you want to let the fans know anything, like where they can find the merch. Or even your website too, because y'all need to tap into my man. Y'all got a classic interview from him right here. Uh yeah, you can go to ebelifestyle.com. You can get all my merch from there. You know what I'm saying? If you see something up on the website that you don't see anymore, tap in with me. I might can get it for you. I might not. You know what I mean? Um all my music is on there. Or you can go to Bandcamp, you know, uh, you know, B A B A D D E E B E. Um at Bandcamp. I'm sorry, it's B-A-B-A-D-D dot Bandcamp dot com. You can uh tap in there, get the merch, get, you know what I'm saying, get the music. And, um, you know, I'm on all streaming platforms. I mean, tap in with me. Fuck with me, man. Hit my hit my Instagram up. And I mean, if you see something you like, like, fuck with me. I mean, we see if we can get it to you. And Google recognizes my guys are musical artists, too, so you know he's doing something right. And and also, I want the people to know that if y'all think that he got right here's fire, yo, just wait till just wait till his next couple shit. Cause I got a I had a early preview, and I was like, y'all y'all gonna get fucked up when you hear this shit. That's crazy. That's a fact. That's a fact. And shout out to um Lo. We gonna give a shout out to you, man. Cause you you definitely created a platform, and you giving a lot of people um a voice that you know what I mean we don't normally get. You know what I mean at this level. And you're doing a phenomenal job, you know what I mean? The amount of content that you're putting out at a high rate, it's like the average Joes can't keep up with you, bro. So let's salute Desk Low, you know what I'm saying? And we supporting and rocking with you, bro. 
Man, like I said, man, we got a long history, man. I'm glad you hit my like button when I hit that hashtag, man. Because, yo, that's what I love about the intent. You can find a credible artist to a fucking hashtag. Yeah. Now, yeah, now um, can't wait for the people here to what you have coming up next. Now, your favorite track on the album before I let you go. Roundtable Combos. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, mine's, yeah. mine's still everybody's born part two. I'm not I mean, sorry, knowledge born part two. I'm going with that. Knowledge born part two. I fuss with knowledge born part two. I fuss with the whole project. A roundtable combos is more intimate, you know. Yeah. I talk about a lot of more, you know, personal things, and it's just like it's just real. Like it's really what I went through, and I just I I tend to I'm I tend to attach myself more to the zone out type tracks, the shit that you can really like. Play, just ride. Yeah, smoke too. Smoke too. Yeah, I love that. I love that type of music. I tell you one thing. I'm about to go roll up after this. I'm gonna get a different perspective on where when I hear that track, because knowing that you did that in one take. Yeah, yeah, well, one take. That's a fact. That's a fact. Now, with that being said, this is my guy's third appearance. He's welcome back here anytime, and we always have hell of a conversation. So, with that being said, it's not a classic episode from Desk Low. Featuring one of the top five from upstate, B.A. Bad. Yeah, salute.